Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jared Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Monday, February 5. Our first guest in Vegas was cricket cult hero and now local Colin Funky Miller. Um, I think like all people that haven't been to Vegas before, you've seen it in the movies and on the TV shows and you see all the lights and the glitz and the glamour. And I probably didn't realise that there were actually suburbs around town that people lived here. Yeah. And as far as you can see, as you would have known when you flew in the other day, as far as you can see now, and the valley's full of homes, there's... Over two million people living in in, in, in Las Vegas now, so it's a, it's a big growing city. It, is it overwhelming when you first get here? Um, it, it, I think it can be for those people coming here on vacation. I think it's different when you move here to live. Um, certainly, if you're coming here to stay on the strip for four or five nights, and you got the lights and the shows and the casinos and all the sport going on now, and all the noise and everything that goes in those casinos, it's probably overwhelming. But when, when you're living here, it's a different thing. I, I work on the strip and. Um, my wife and I don't go back to the strip unless we really need to. Yeah, yeah. So what, what brought you here? I married Cindy, Cindy's my wife. Um, Cindy's an American yep. girl. Uh, we met uh, 22 years ago in London, and uh, we did the long distance thing for a long, for a long time and then decided to get married in 2008. Could you ever have imagined living in Vegas? Was that – what part of the plan was that? <laughs> Certainly. It's somewhere I always wanted to visit when I was younger. Um, I used to like playing the slots. You know, the casinos are only in Melbourne. Um, that, that changes when you move to Las Vegas. You don't gamble in anymore because you can't afford to. Um, but, yeah, look, Vegas is – I love living here. It's, it's a really, really good place. When you live out in the suburbs, we're, we're quite close to, to the Strip now. I'm probably two and a half miles from where you are right now. Uh, we moved down to an older area six years ago. Um, an old gated community house was built in the 70s, which is really old for Las Vegas. Um, it's a really beautiful part of town and – Takes me seven minutes to get to work in the morning and an hour to get home at night time. <laughs> Robert Craddock assessed the international debut of Jake Fraser McGurk. Because it was that sort of purpose, wasn't it? That rampaging, rampant intent. And I don't mind it. The good thing about McGurk, I mean, let's let's have a let's analyse him, all right? The good thing about Fraser McGurk is like Maxwell and like Warner. He's just got a zest for the big stage. He wants to be there. He wants to be the showman with 23 in his back and just just have a feeling that, that you know, that, that he rises with the game and takes it with us. The other side is it's very rare to succeed in cricket unless you've got a second and third gear, which is what he hasn't got at the moment. Um, he's good and he can hit a ball from, you know, Melbourne to Adelaide, but yeah. how long you can hit the ball doesn't guarantee success in cricket. In first class cricket, Jake's only averaging 22. And I think he's, he's hit 515 runs, including 
64s and 10.6s. So that's 300 <laughs> worth of boundaries. So he can find the fence. But yeah. the underestimated thing about David Warner as a player, and that's the prototype for Fraser McGurk, is he did have second and third gear and he knew when to use it, you know. He wasn't all uh, champagne pops and, and powder kegs. You know, he had that. But uh, so it's that second gear. I, I, if I was Fraser McGurk... I'd be looking at a guy like Jack, uh, Zach Crawley, who's batting tonight for England. I love this guy as a batsman. He, he punishes the bad ball like better than just about anyone else in the game, and he's improving his, def- his defence as well. So he's an interesting study. I so hope Fraser McGurk succeeds because I think cricket needs him to just entrance the next generation, Jared. And Crash has an eye on India as they do battle with England. Yeah, it was fascinating. I, I did a piece on the, the amazing statistic that Joe Root had scored more runs than the entire Indian team with Virat Kohli out of the team and also Jadeja out. So this team is changing. And I still believe... I, I'm expecting India to probably lose tonight. Uh, sorry, England. But that doesn't change my thinking that a door is opening here for Australia this Indian team is just about ready to change. They've still got Boomer, who's superb. Good. Don't worry, they're not an easy get. But I think Australia, they're like Australia. When India plays Australia next summer, the battle will be who can keep father time at bay because they're both ageing teams. Um, I know Shubram Gill scored a century in this test. I'm still unconvinced about him. His batting average should have floats was 29 before this test. He'd had a lot of chances. Yeah, sure, he fired up in the second innings against a modest spin attack, but the jury's still out in him for mine. So I reckon they're gettable next summer in Australia. Australia would have to think that. John O'Neill's hype horse Jimmy Starr has been invited to the All-Star Mile. But when you've got a race like the All-Star Mile and you dictate how you want this race to be um, run and you dictate how you want this race, what, what it's all about, then you need to put the most exciting horses in this race. And Jimmy is a star, is one, one of those horses at the moment. Now, the big question is, Johnny, is whether you go or not. And you sat on the fence on Giddy Up. Surely you can give Jared the exclusive on this show. All I can say is, come we're on, working... are you going to run, John? Yeah, look, I think, you know, we're going to work pretty closely with Kieran. There's a ratings race or a or a listed in a couple of weeks, Jared, at Flemington over, over 1400. So, um, Aussie and Maddie Becker and the team and Kieran will sit down and work out where we go there. Um, obviously, there's a Doncaster handicap in Sydney too that we're um, we're reasonably keen at having a look at. And you know, the question is, if we do win the listed, do we get enough rating points and enough weight to actually get in the Doncaster? Um, Jared, as you would know, um, you know, if if we were running in the Doncaster against. Mr. Brightside, it'd probably have 62 and a half, 63, and we'd have 50 or 51. So, yeah, so yep. there's a fair bit of weight to give away there. Having said that, it's a great opportunity for us. The point that you make is 100% right. It's a, it's an invitation sort of restricted race with some of the better horses in the country, and we're trying to hype it up. So I think at the end of that, it'll come down to Oz and, and exactly what, um, what Kieran wants to do. And if we think it's the right thing for the horse on the way through, um, sure, I think we go there. And we pay tribute to Carl Weathers, who gave us Apollo Creed and Chubbs Peterson. Martin, and for all of those who have been enriched by the sporting contributions of Carl Weathers, be it boxing or golf, the finest boxing entrance ever captured in Hollywood goes from Rocky Four. 
See if you had to close your eyes and see Apollo Creed on his way to the ring for his final fights. Bolts in Hobart text through Vale, Carl Weathers' iconic roles as Chubbs in Happy Gilmore, Dylan in Predator and the legendary Apollo Creed, the best portrayal of a heavyweight champ ever. All characters met tragic ends, but Carl has left us great memories. And remember, fight to the end, never throw the damn towel bolts in Hobart. Very nice. Sylvester Stallone with his tribute soon after learning that Carl Weathers had passed. Hello everyone. Today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I've, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because it was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together and I'll never forget it. He was magic. And I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. It's a beautiful sentiment. He personified the heavyweight champ with all the pizzazz and charisma like none before. I agree with Bolts on that front. And then Carl Weathers was in Happy Gilmore. We sat around breakfast this morning and watched a few of these clips. Just outstanding as Chubbs Peterson. Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh my God. Yeah, tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damn alligator just popped up. Cut me down in my prime. He got me. But I tore one of that bastard's eyes out though. Look at that. <laughs> You're pretty sick, Chubbs. <laughs> we laughed at breakfast this morning. Vale, Carl Weathers and his brilliant contribution to the way that we've followed sport in movies throughout the years. And that's just a snapshot. The full program and all interviews are available through the Waitley podcast. Subscribe at sen.com.au.